Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you uh, here on Thursday nights. And for who, for those of you who will be watching the replay, whether it's Facebook, YouTube, my website, whenever you watch, it's going to be a blessing to you. You know why? Because the Word of God gives life, and it's always a blessing. So I see you guys starting to jump on. Welcome, welcome. So the topic that I want to talk tonight um, about on this broadcast that the Lord put in my heart is about abiding in Him, abiding in Christ. You know, this is so important and it is truly, truly the key, if you will, to living the victorious life. There are many keys. You know, God has given us the keys to the kingdom, the power to bind, to loose, the authority. But in order to do any of these things, right, we have to abide in him. And so I want to get into that tonight. So again, welcome, welcome. It's so great. I love seeing your names and, you know, saying hello, where you're tuning in from. I love it. So I'm going to dive right in because I have a lot to cover and, you know, sometimes it gets to be, uh, you know, um, toward the end and I'm like, oh no, like I still have more to, to, to talk about. So diving right into the word of God, because the word of God is what sets you free. It's what brings life, not my word, but God's words. So John 10, 27, Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Mm. In John 10, 14, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as my father knows me and I know my father. Wow. You know, when you, when you, just reading a scripture like that and when you really think on it, right? Meditating on it, thinking on it, pondering it. My goodness, you know, the way Jesus was so intimate with his father, that's the way we're supposed to be. It's, it's awesome. So when you follow the voice of a stranger, when you follow the voice of the stranger and not Jesus, you will get bitten. You will get bitten by the enemy. And think about it, the enemy, the devil, you know, um, oh my gosh, the stranger. You get bitten by a snake or an enemy. Deception is waiting right there for you. It's a trap, right? There are, there's a way that seems right to a man, but it isn't the way that way leads to death. That's why we've got to know God's word. We've got to know the word of God. And so again, remember, he's our shepherd and we've got to know his voice. We've got to follow him. And, you know, if you haven't been abiding right in the Lord in, in some area of your life, and for some of you, it may be unforgiveness. For others of you, it might be, you know, it might be sickness. Maybe you came into agreement with something, right, that you shouldn't have. So you, if, you're, if you have not been abiding, we can change that, and I'm going to help you with that tonight. Just remember, the devil is an intruder. He's an intruder, just like a snake, a thief, right? An intruder. The thief comes only to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He wants to destroy your life, your family, your children, everything, right? And that's why we have to say no. Listen, there are those of us who, and I know because I, I've lived this myself, where, 
you know, even my son, who is my greatest joy, really, you know, he is my greatest pride and joy. But there was a time he was off going in a wayward direction and, and he wouldn't listen to me. And I just kept praying, Lord, open the eyes of his understanding. Lord, I would cry out to God, show me, Lord, show me. And I would pray in the spirit, you know, and, and, and God would show me things. And it's just abiding, right? You've got to pray for your children and make sure that you're not speaking words of death over them. You know, I used to come at my son all the time. What are you doing? Don't you know? But And he was like, you know, no, that's not what they want. They, they need you to, listen, if they're going off in a wrong direction, they need you to be there for them and be there in a way where you're speaking life over them and speaking wisdom. For example, if you see, I don't know, I'm, I'm going off in this direction, but if you see your, your, your son or daughter going off in a direction that you know is not fruitful, you know, what you need to do is say to them, you know what, this isn't even who you are. God loves you. God loves you because I'm telling you, if they're going off in some kind of direction, it's because they don't think that God loves them. They think that God is out there to just punish them and God doesn't give a hoot about them. Well, that's not the truth. The truth is there's a real devil out there who hates them and who wants to destroy them. They are your seed, right? So in other words, you, or in any event, you can say to them, this isn't even you. This isn't even you. You're so much better than this. You're smart. You're, you're awesome, you know, and, and listen, maybe they don't want to hear about Jesus, but here's the good news. And we're supposed to give people the good news. The good news is that God loves them. He took every sin, every sickness, every disease, every, everything in his own body at the cross to set us free. That's the bottom line. He, bottom line, he loves you right where you're at. He loves you, but he didn't die only to save you and to give you eternal life. He died not only to forgive you, but he died so that you could be set free from anything and everything, right? He loves you. There's no sin that is, that, that's so far gone that you can't come to him. David murdered people. The apostle Paul murdering people, right? He, I'm just saying there was, they weren't too far gone because there's nothing you could ever do that Jesus didn't pay for. Okay. So that was the good news. And I want to get back to abiding. The other thing is Jesus gave us his authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you when you exercise that authority that Jesus has given you as a believer. Too many Christians are just letting the devil stomp them because they don't realize the authority that they've been given, right? Something happens and they're like, oh man, uh, oh well, boom, they just agreed with it. No, no, you've been given authority. Okay, so you can be set free even right now of anything. If you've been under any kind of oppression, depression, sickness, you can be free of it even right now. And I'm telling you, the power of repentance, it's huge. Repentance is powerful. That's why Jesus came preaching repentance. He told the disciples and they preached repentance and then they cast out devils and healed. They, they healed all the people too. So what I'm saying is repentance is huge. If you want to be free 
of whatever has been oppressing you, depressing you, we can do that right now. And just, you know, just repeat after me and mean it with your whole heart. And we'll get you free right now. And I'm telling you, the power of God, it will just, oh, if you mean it with your whole heart, the power of God will come in and just, you will feel that thing lift. Listen, not that we are moved by feelings, but you will literally feel something lift off of you if you've been under a weight and you mean this with your whole heart. Just repeat this after me and say, Father, I repent. I am sorry for having come into agreement with anything, everything and anything that is not of you, Lord. Ugh. Wash me clean in the blood of Jesus right now. Lord, thank you. Thank you. And I receive your forgiveness and your cleansing right now. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And let me tell you something. Bam. Now, now you could speak to whatever that thing was. But I'm telling you, if you just did that, I'm telling you, whatever that was, I'm telling you, you will feel it lift. You will feel it literally lift because you repented for coming into agreement with it. So now it's like legally the enemy has to take his hands off. And now I speak and I command every person under the sound of my voice. If you, somebody just said, I felt that. Absolutely. And you know what? I want you to comment because I'm telling you, I've done this too many times where I have felt this spirit of heaviness or anxiety. There's been times I felt like, like literally, like my heart was being choked and I was like, uh-uh. Lord, and, and when I didn't do anything about it right away, it was like, oh my gosh. And then I realized, I'm like, Lord, I repent for having come into agreement with this. In Jesus' name, wash me clean in your blood. And don't stop there. Don't stop there. And then you command that thing to leave you in Jesus' name. But even if you didn't command it to leave, but you repented for it, I'm telling you, that thing left. But you speak to whatever it is, you say, you unclean thing, you leave my life now and you don't come back in Jesus' name. Listen, that is taking the authority and using it, the authority that God has given you as a believer to bind and to loose and to command that thing, bye-bye, adios, and it's got to go. So I want you to comment if something was weighing you and it has left you in Jesus' name. I'm telling you, ah, that's how you do it. And it's also good to ask the Lord to purify your heart and to put a guard over your mouth. I'm serious. This, this is important. But let's talk about abiding, okay? Abiding in Christ. The meaning of abide, to dwell in, to live in, to reside, right? Live there, to remain in, right? In Galatians 2.20, Paul said, I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live but Christ lives in me, all right? Because in Galatians 4, 6, it says that God sent the spirit of his son to live inside of every believer. Glory to God. So if you've asked Jesus to come in and be your Lord, he already sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of you. And now your spirit and the Holy Spirit are as one. You're one spirit. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. And Jesus described this in John 14.10 and 11 when he said, Do you not believe that I am in the Father 
and that the Father is in me? Think about this, because this is what he's saying is going on with us. God sent the spirit of his son to live in every believer. So just like Jesus said, don't you believe that the Father is in me and I'm in him? It's the same exact thing with us. The Holy Spirit, right? Jesus, the Spirit of God is in you and me. That's the Holy Spirit, but it's the Spirit of Jesus. According to Galatians 4, 6, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, thereby, that's why we can cry, Abba, Father, because now we are children of God. We have been born from above, right? When the Holy Spirit came to live inside of you, that's when you got born again because you were born now of the Holy Spirit, right? And so the first time you were born, you know, when you're natural through your mother's womb, and the second time when you're being born again, it means because the Holy Spirit came to live in you. Isn't that awesome? Praise God. So Jesus said, do you not believe that I'm in the Father and that the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own. Instead, it's the Father dwelling in me that does the works. He just said right there. He's trying to let the people know. It's the, the Father in him. He's in the Father. The Father's in him. And it's the Father in him that does the works. It's the Spirit of Jesus in us, the Holy Spirit in us that does the works, right? But Jesus still had to speak. Jesus still had to tell people. And we are here to now represent him on the earth today and do what he did. Listen, we haven't arrived yet, but I know that's what I'm going after with every fiber of my being, right? Praise the Lord. And he said, he said, the words I say to you, I do not speak on my own. Instead, it's the Father dwelling in me. So he was saying right there that the Father is speaking through him. He said, the words are not mine. They're my Father's who lives in me. Same thing with us. When we let the Holy Spirit live through us and then we speak the words of God, boom, that's the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what the Lord is talking about. Oh, this is so great. And he says, believe me, he said it again, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on account of the works themselves. Man, that's awesome. Thank you, Lord. Then in John 14, uh, 20, Jesus said, in that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me and I in you. Oh, read that. Oh, I'm telling you, today I was listening, right? I rewound that I don't know how many times because just hearing, I love to listen to the Word of Promise audio Bible, right? But listening to the words of Jesus speaking, right? Jim Caviezel played um, Jesus in the Passion of the Christ, so it's his voice that's speaking, and I just love it. I love it. I love it, right? But this is what he said. In that day, you will know that I am in my Father and you in me, and I in you. Well, how could that be? Because God sends the Holy Spirit to live in, to, to abide, to live in every single believer. Okay, so Jesus was abiding in the Father while he was here on the earth, and we are to abide in Jesus and let him live and move and have his way in us. Okay, just what I was saying. In this way, this is how you can easily release the kingdom of God 
everywhere you go. Be conscious that the Spirit of God through, you know, the Spirit of Jesus is in you. Just like when you've seen those statues of those saints. I posted that like I think a week ago on my Facebook and Instagram. And I'm telling you, listen, I don't pray to saints. We are not to pray to saints because that would be like worshiping another human being. Never. Don't ever do that, right? And because the saints of old are exactly like us. They are human beings with the spirit of Christ in them. Okay. That was my point about that whole thing. Okay. So let's look, you know, and when you release the kingdom of God and you tell people the good news and how much God loves them, God loves them. Listen, you see somebody having a bad day and you say, listen, you know what? Maybe I don't know how to help you, but I know the one that does know how. Really? Who's that? His name is Jesus. Oh, brother. And you just tell them the good news. Listen, you know what? He loves you. He loves you. It doesn't matter how, what you've done, where you've come from, how far you've done, you know, what you've done, even if you've, even if you've killed people like, you know, like David in the Bible, the apostle Paul, I mean, right? Come on. There's nothing. If they will turn their hearts, the Lord can heal them. Right? But our job is to tell them God loves them. There's nothing that they've done that is so far gone that God can't help them. If they cry out, Jesus said, anyone who comes to me, in no way will I cast out. In no way. No way means no way. Praise God. So let's look at John 15, right? Jesus, and oh, and I, 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 I want to say this too. When you tell somebody the good news and how much God loves them, I'm telling you, their life can be changed in a day. When they repent, right? And all they have to do if they say, well, what do I need to do? Listen, turn to Jesus. Tell him that you're, you know, and, and you can tell them. He thought that your life and my life, God thought that your life and my life was worth the death of his son, his own son. And Jesus already paid the price with his own blood, with his life, so you could be healed and your life could be turned around from this mess, right? He loves you. And he didn't die on the cross just so you could go to heaven, right? He died on the cross to forgive you, to save you, to heal you and to help you live a transformed life here because he loves you and to restore you back to relationship with the Father and so you can live victoriously here on the earth. Mm. Praise God. Okay, now let's look at John 15. Jesus is the true vine, right? And he said, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. Okay, we're the branches. He's the vine. He's the vine and God the Father is the gardener. But we are the branches. And it says he cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit. Listen, if you've got it in your heart that you want to serve the Lord, that you love him and you, you want to, you know, do his will. Trust me, he's going to prune you, right? He'll show you. And so that you can go and bear much fruit and he will be glorified. He'll be glorified through your life. And Jesus said, you've already been, he said to the disciples, you have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. So if you take God's message into your heart, you take the word of God into your heart, you feed on it, you feed on it. You know, I mentioned last week's, last week's message was so powerful. If you haven't seen it, 
please go back and watch it. It will bless your socks off. And so, so because I talked about how your heart, how your heart is a garden and the more you feed on God's word, the more it's going to grow up and grow up in you and you will become so firmly rooted and grounded in the love of God and the word of God. You will be unstoppable. You will be like a bulldozer over the enemy. Mm. Anyway, ah. okay, I get really excited about God and about his word and I just love Jesus so much. Oh my gosh. And I love you so much. So, Jesus said, you have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. And then he says in verse four, remain in me or abide in me, live in me, and I will abide, remain, live in you. But listen, it's a choice. We have to, it's, it's a choice. It's not going to happen automatically. We got to, we, it's a choice to feed on God's word and to open it up and, or listen to it. I love to listen when I'm driving, right? To the, to the gospels when I'm, you know, um, the, the word of promise audio Bible when I'm driving. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so, but the more you feed on it, the more rooted and grounded you're going, you're going to be. So Jesus said, remain in me or abide in me. And I will abide or remain in you for a branch where the branches cannot produce fruit, right? We can't have the results of God if it's severed from the vine. So if we are apart from Jesus, we're on our own. We are subject to all kinds of stuff that the world is going to throw at us and we won't know how to fight and we will be helpless. No, no, don't let that happen to you. And he said, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain or abide in me, he said. And then verse five, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. Oh, do you want to bear a lot of fruit? Remain in him. How are you going to do that? You got to feed on his word so you know what, it, what, what the word says. And you have to be conscious that the Holy Spirit is in you leading you, guiding you, showing you the way. And when you lack wisdom, right? James 1.5 says, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask, ask of the Lord and he will show you. He will give to you generously. He will give to those who ask without, you know, holding anything back. Praise God. Okay. And then verse six, anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. That's not what we want happening. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. Verse seven, but if you remain or abide in me and my words remain in you, you can ask anything you want and it will be granted. First of all, let me, because a lot of people, they just don't know what to do with that. So here's the thing. When you're remaining in God, in his word, right? You're going to be anything that you ask. It's going to be according to his will not according to necessarily, you know, a selfish will, right? Because it's going to be God's will. And then as you abide and you feed on his word, your faith is going to get stronger because faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, right? Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Fear comes by hearing other words that are not God's words. The, the report of the doctors, the reports of the news, the report of all the allergies going on right now with the pollen, 
you know what? I'm like, no, I don't even receive that. Uh-uh. And years ago, I would have been the first one, sick as all get out, like, oh no, because you partner with fear. Don't do it. Okay. So, wow. Okay. Poor people say, oh, it's allergy season. Who says that? God didn't say that, so you don't say that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, the measles, right? We're hearing all these reports of like uh, measles carriers. Let me tell you, I went to California last month and the next morning when I was having breakfast, I heard on the news that someone was carrying the measles on the flight that I had been on. And I was like, whatever, I don't receive that. But isn't that something? I'm like in out and I don't make it a point, if you will, you know, just to watch the news. My husband wants to hear the weather a lot or I might see something on my phone. But, you know, I so as we're watching the weather, they're talking about all these allergies. And then the other news comes on about, you know, all this other stuff, right? That I just refuse to even consider. Don't consider anything but the word of God. Okay. Mm. And mm, you'll bear much fruit. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Verse seven. But if you remain in me and my words remain in you, right, you may ask anything you want and it will be granted. And remember, if you're abiding in God, you're feeding on his word, you're going to be so strong in the word that when you ask, you'll know that it's God's will and you'll be so rooted and grounded and you'll just, you're going to believe it when you ask and it will be done. If you believe and you speak, it will be done. I cannot even believe we are just about out of time. Oh my goodness. Okay, I just want to get through this. Okay, verse eight. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples and this brings great glory to my father. Wow. Verse nine. I have loved you even as the father has loved me. Remain or abide, live in my love. Number 10, when you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Look at the, I'm telling you, just like Jesus had all that intimacy with the Father, this is how we're supposed to be. And we are to pray to the Father in Jesus' name, okay? Because Jesus is our Lord and Savior. He's our big brother, but God is our Father. And we are still supposed to pray to God the Father in the name of Jesus. Can you lift up the name of Jesus and magnify him and thank him? And absolutely, absolutely. Don't be rigid. Let your heart just magnify the Lord and whatever, you know, however you want to magnify him. If it's coming from your heart, God honors that. He loves it. Praise the Lord. Okay. And then he says in verse 11, I've told you these things so that you will be filled with my joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Praise God. 13, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for his friends. Um, you are my friends if you do what I command. He said, uh, oh my gosh. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. You are my friend since I've told you everything the Father has told me. You didn't cho choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Okay, and this is my command. Love one another. Love each other. Okay, and you know what? I'm going to have to conclude with this, but in John 20, 21, Jesus said, as the father sent him, Jesus now sends you and me. 
We want to represent Jesus well, right? This means living in a manner that is not like the world. You can't live like the world and get God results in your life. That's not going to happen. And it's never because God is trying to take something away from you. It's because he wants to give you his best, right? He doesn't want you to be, you know, riddled with any kind of fear or guilt or, you know, condemnation or shame. Or, and he took all of that for you. So we need, you know, because when you think about what he did for you, it's like, you just want to honor him. You want to live a life that's pleasing to him. You want to represent him because he is love. God is love. And that's what we need to be to the world. Let them see Christ in you. Let them see that Holy Spirit living in you, through you. Be that light. You are not a little light. You do not have a little light in you. This little light of mine Throw that out. You have the light of the world in you. He is the light of the world and he lives in you. If you ever hear that song, just say no. Change that to not little, big. This big light of mine. This big light of mine. Okay. Anyway, we are out of time. But you know what? You know, that's, that's amazing because the Lord, that's what he wanted me to talk about tonight was abiding in him and in particular, John 15. When you get a chance, read it for yourself. It is so powerful. And like I said, if you haven't seen last week's broadcast on um, about guarding your heart, make sure you watch that. What a blessing. I mean, I, I watched it back and I was like, whoa, I don't even remember saying all that because the Holy Spirit was speaking through me. And that's what happened. So I just want to thank you for watching. If you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, you can do that right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, I know that God the Father raised you on the third day. You died for me. God the Father raised you on the third day. You're alive now and you live forever. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Teach me your ways and baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Let me be on fire for you. Lord, I just thank you and I praise you. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Welcome to the family of God. Now make sure you get in the word, feed on God's word so that you can be transformed from the inside out. All right, well, I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Make sure you share this broadcast on your social media so we can advance God's kingdom together. And let me know how this has blessed you tonight and what more you want to know about. You know, there's so many different topics in the Word. And, you know, God has called me in particular really to talk about healing more than anything. But, you know, there's, there's other areas that are needed. But I just love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for watching The Victorious Life. And I will see you next time. All right. Good night.